0: And it looks like it might have a little sprinkle coming down right now, but uh, it's certainly the wind is picking up. So if you are leaving the house, be prepared. I mean, uh, I don't think you want to wear a jacket because it's still pretty warm and muggy out, but just be prepared. It's a little bit wet, but definitely make sure you bring your umbrella with you. There'll be rain throughout the day. So you want to make sure that you can stay dry. All right. Well, The number again is 508-996-0500 if you want to call in and discuss some of the things that we've been discussing. Uh, We were talking earlier this morning about the, first of all, the Buttonwood Park Zoo social media post, which at least when I was writing the story, which was late last evening, I didn't see any, um, any real action on their Instagram post. That had a few comments, but it had a lot of likes. It had something like 183 likes, I think and um, just two comments so that the, the discussion there wasn't nearly as uh, as heated as it was on the zoo's facebook page and we took some of the comments you know I, as I was writing the story i took some of the comments from those who were commenting on on both sides of, of the debate both sides of the discussion um, and at that time there was about 60 comments now there's just about 90 comments on the zoo's post. So if you want to go and check that out, you certainly can. Uh, if you just want to read the story about it, you can do that at wbsm.com and on the app. But again, basically it is a photo of the zoo's turkey vultures, two photos of the zoo's turkey vultures. One that is the two vultures in front of a what appears to be a tissue box, which it looks, I'm sure there's some sort of, you know, they do that for some sort of feeding or something because they're picking at it like they they want something to eat. And that tissue box is painted in rainbow colors and has the word Pride painted on one side. And then on the other side is a rainbow sign with the message, love is love. And the caption doesn't mention anything about Pride Month. It doesn't mention anything about LGBTQ+. plus. It doesn't mention anything about same-sex couples, same-sex marriage. Uh, but people have uh, extrapolated out of this that the zoo is somehow pushing for, you know, uh, Uh, Pushing for people to go against God and and, and for uh, that vultures are, are, you know, pushing for you to have a a gay lifestyle. Um, Well, some do. Actually, homosexuality is pretty common in the animal kingdom, but that's a whole different thing. So, but the point of the post is that just as vultures have diversity of diet, that they will consume anything and that that is vital as part of our ecosystem – that there is a rainbow of people that will make up society. Get that's why the rainbow is the symbol. It's a rainbow that will help make up society. Lots of diversity helps society move forward. And that's the point of the post. The point of the post is to be inclusive, to be about everyone. And I do find it interesting that a lot of the comments that are there, because, you know, you can click on somebody's profile and granted, whatever location they list, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's current. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's real. People can put that they live somewhere to hide where they really live. Uh, people can put that they live somewhere in 2009 when they started their Facebook page and have moved since then and never changed it. It doesn't mean anything. But looking at it, a lot of those comments are coming from people that don't live in the area saying, well, now I'm never going to go to your zoo. Oh, okay. Listen, I love the Buttonwood Park Zoo. I do. I think it's a great place. Uh, I think that it is a, a gem for the city of New Bedford. But if you live in Florida, I don't think that you want to get on a plane, fly to New Bedford maybe or Boston or Providence and drive to New Bedford just to visit the Buttonwood Park Zoo. Again, it's a great zoo. I love it. It's wonderful. But I don't think you need to come from Florida to visit the zoo. So I, you know, it's it, it's okay that you don't want to come. Now, I did invite the zoo to join us on the program this morning to discuss. They politely declined, um, but... The post still stands. The post is still there for you to read and some of the comments as well. But before the news, I had teased uh, something that the Massachusetts Department of Transportation has come out against. And so this is a a story that Channel 5 has, WCVB.com. A WCVB viewer had captured a Confederate flag mounted on an asphalt vehicle doing repaving work along Route 2 in Fitchburg on Sunday night. It's a video that shows the flag hung along the right side of the truck. And MassDOT told WCVB that the flag was displayed by Garrity Asphalt Reclaiming Incorporated of Bloomfield, Connecticut. It's a subcontractor that has been hired by MassDOT to perform work associated with a paving project on Route 2 in that area. So this is the statement that came from MassDOT regarding this. MassDOT prohibits the display of the Confederate flag and similar paraphernalia and has informed the contractor that they will not be allowed to perform further work until steps are taken to remove the flag. I mean, I guess, I don't know until steps are taken to remove the flag. I mean you either remove the flag or you don't. I don't know what steps there are to take. Maybe you have to step up on a stepladder and pull it down from the truck, but it's it's I don't think there's a, a there's not a process involved here, Mastod. I think it's uh they're either going to move remove the flag or they're not going to. And this is not this is not the company getting canceled. They're not pulling out the contract. From uh, from Garrity Asphalt Reclaiming, they're just saying that this that they want to have this taken down before they can, can can finish the work. Now, where it goes from there, we'll see. What is what is Garrity Asphalt going to say? My guess is that the company as a whole is probably not the one displaying the Confederate flag, but it's probably the person who drives that particular truck. You know, they're, they're putting a little personality into their truck. But it's... The the statement of MassDOT's... The, the wording of MassDOT's statement, rather, is very interesting. MassDOT prohibits the display of the Confederate flag and similar paraphernalia. So even though this is a subcontractor, they're going to hold them to these rules that I, that I didn't know existed. I didn't know that dot prohibited the Confederate flag. Because I don't think, I may be wrong, but I don't think Massachusetts has any kind of law in the books about not displaying the Confederate flag. If not, I, I see a lot of people driving around that are in violation of that. So I wonder what, what's going to happen here. Does, does this... Does this get back to the point of, and you can see the video too, by the way, at wcvb.com in this story. And you can see for yourself uh, exactly where the flag is. It's just hanging off the truck. So it's not like this is um, built into the physical appearance of the truck. It And it's it's hanging off on a pole, so you can just pull it down off the truck. But I'm interested in seeing what the response will be because I'm going to assume that there's a pretty good amount of money on the table here. And does Garrity Asphalt Reclaiming say, well, you know, we support our drivers' rights to decorate their trucks as they see fit? Or do they say, hey, this this is a company vehicle. You're not supposed to put personal things on there. Now, when I was younger, my dad had company cars. For the company he was working for, the absolute coolest was when uh, he had an IROC. Yeah, when when you get a Camaro as a company car, that's a pretty good deal. But you know, the rest of the time they were kind of like vans or boring K cars. I say that I love K cars, but you know, he wasn't putting bumper stickers all over them. He wasn't displaying. You know, personal messages within them. I think the only thing that we did that was personalized was when those Moonies came out. I don't know if you remember those Moonies. They were these like dolls that had suction cups that you would stick on the window and it had a pneumatic tube with a plunger at the end of it. Like a squeeze ball, like a squeeze plunger. And you would squeeze the little ball there and the air would go up the pneumatic tube and it would make the the doll whose hands were on his pants it would make him drop his pants and moon drivers as they went by it was a very creative way to be able to moon people without getting arrested for indecent exposure but his company also sold those i believe so that's probably why we you know we're putting it in the window we want people to talk about it but i don't remember you know personalizing vehicles now i know it's a little bit different sometimes with trucks that you know they can they can, because uh, they spend a lot of time in their trucks and they can kind of personalize them as they want. But it'll like I said, it'll just be interesting to see how the company reacts to this. Do they say, hey, you know, we support our driver's right to have have their own individual expression? Or do they say to the driver, hey, man, there's a lot of uh, money on the line here. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You are on WBSM. Good
3: morning, Tim. How are you? I am doing great. You sound great as well.
0: Well, I'm doing well. The sun just started popping out of the clouds here for uh, however long that's going to last.
3: Everybody's going to hate me. I love weather like this. You like the rain? I love rainy days. Not heavy rain, just like this, you know. Little cloudy, little gray. I love it. That I'm very
0: me. I'm very much like Eddie Rabbit. I love a rainy night. So,
3: <laughs> if it
0: turns into a rainy morning, so be it.
3: <laughs> yeah. I especially love rainy Sundays. I don't know what it is about that. But you are cracking me up. So this truck, that's like a, a riot. That could be the owner's son because I don't think he would let an employee do that. It could be the owner. Could be the owner. Very well. My my um, brother used to have a, a top haven company. And um, back in the day, like you were saying, there was bumper stickers. There was this and this and that but you don't see that no more because it's just yeah it's unprofessional, unacceptable and you know it's just no good.
0: Yeah, my my dad sold the bumper stickers and I remember like I remember firmly being in the in the living uh the kitchen of uh one of the homes that we lived in and he, I remember helping him put together the display rack and hanging all the bumper stickers on there. And they had some, you know, don't like my driving, dial one 800 Eat, you know, excrement. And yeah. uh, except it was a shorter word because it's a bumper sticker, you don't have that much space. <laughs> and so they had all of this, you know, this messaging on there and they sold them. But I couldn't imagine they would put those on their own, on, on their company vehicles.
3: No, right? You, <laughs> back in the day, bumpers were, bumper stickers were a really big deal. If you can read this, you're too close. Uh, to my rear end of the car, you know. I mean, they just, there were so many good ones. And as far as like the dashboard, I, do you remember the, um, oh, that bird, uh, the Roadrunner? He, he had fluid in him and he would go down, act like he's drinking the water and come back up. Yep, they would dip down, yep. And yeah, that was the popular. Hula, the Hawaiian. Truck, the, yeah, yeah, that, The exactly. Hula Girl? Yes, exactly. A lot of truck drivers had the Hula Girl.
0: People would have the, um, uh, the, um, the globe and the liquid, like the compass and the liquid, the round oh, yes. the round compass, and, the, and that would be oh, on people's yes. dashboards sometimes. And then when, when my dad was, uh, was selling auto parts, that's when they came out with this box that you would put on your dashboard with like some Velcro, and it had four different sound effects to help you press while you were driving to help you with your stress. One was like a bomb dropping, one was like a, a machine gun. And so they eventually made them into keychains, but before that, they were actual boxes that ran on like I don't know C batteries. He had to put on top of your dashboard, and and we had one of those in his car.
3: I never saw that, but I do remember um, I, I do remember Velcro strips on dashboard. I remember that, but I don't remember the box itself. Um, wow, yeah.
0: He used to what even have um, he used to have fake toggle switches that you could put on your like on your instrument panel. So one was like an ejector seat uh one was like you know the the laser guns like they these were like little accentuations you could buy and at the auto parts stores and stick onto your car and and his company sold them all so we would stick them on his car
3: wow your dad had a really cool job
0: yeah until you know AutoZone came in and then they pushed all these little independent dealers out and So it made it a little harder.
3: Stuff like that. So, I mean, somebody, if somebody got back into that, because those are oddities and they they are nostalgic and very collectible.
0: Yeah. I I wish we still had some of them. I wish we still had that Mooney, not not for the collectible value of it, but because I want to drive around mooning people in my car with it.
3: (laughs) I I, I would love that too. (laughs)
0: All right. Well, if I find one, I'll let you know.
3: Hey, and you know what? You can't hang anything from your um, mirror because it's called obstruction of view a police officer can pull you over yeah uh, you know he, e- they'll, they'll, pull, they'll pull you over and they'll give you obstruction of view
0: even the so, little uh air you know the little tree air fresheners you shouldn't hang right. those from your from your rear i mean obviously everybody still hangs things from there anyway but you can get ticketed for it
3: yeah just for no reason i mean like please, god forbid don't have two drinks and drive bus or something you know don't be smoking reefer you know what i mean like people shouldn't be doing that and driving anyways but I tell everybody, don't put hang anything because it's just a reason for, you know, you'll get pulled over for that. Hey, you know, I wanted to ask you about Black Island. So, how much is the ferry now?
0: Oh, I don't know. I didn't pay for it. So, they, they, yeah, this was yeah. like a paranormal thing. So, right. they, no, uh,
3: yeah. they
0: actually, um, paid for me to go over. But let me, let me see if I can look that up really quick.
3: Yeah, because uh, I love to go there. I've never been. I know
0: too. I know they have a um they have a fast ferry so that, you know, they have for people that want to pay more, they can get mm-hmm. there a little bit sooner. I think it I think the ride took about an hour. Um and it was right. it was fine, it was fun. Let me just mm-hmm. see here. Let's see what the ticket prices are. So it all depends on where you're going from too, but it looks like the traditional okay. from Point Judith. Hold on here. Looks like a one way adult is eleven dollars and thirty cents, one way senior is ten dollars and eighty cents, one way child is five fifteen.
3: So it'd be about twenty five dollars round trip. That's very cheap. Yeah,
0: That's it awesome. is. I mean wow. I was, I was thinking about it. I was like, you know what, I'd I'd love to go for, you know, some daytime trips too. You know, there's no I'm not
3: paying what you said. The the hotels are three hundred or whatever.
0: Yeah, depending on so next month I was looking at some of the uh the rooms on priceline. Uh, next month, a lot of the rooms are five, six hundred dollars a night. Ballard's was twelve hundred dollars a night, so mm-hmm. it's yeah. It, July is the hardest time to get a room. July and August are really bad, and then mm-hmm. in September it's still pretty bad, and then in October it starts to slow down a bit. So yeah, it's definitely yeah. a place you can go and take a day trip to, and and uh, as long as you take you know take the first boat over, and as long as you get that eight thirty boat, which I do think the eight thirty boat might be a little bit more money. Someone someone said something to me about it being a little bit more money to leave later but i'm not sure
3: wow no kidding huh because they got you they know that you don't get on the bus you're going to be sleeping on the sand
0: yeah pretty much and you know what there's a lot of places you could sleep on the sand i think so if you have to do that you have to do that
3: yeah well do you remember when they had that huge fight though at that tiki bar right off i guess it was right on the shore or something and the fight rolled right over into the the ferry and stuff i
0: remember seeing the video yeah but i mean i i be having
3: talking about closing that bar down now did that bar lose its license or is that still open it looked like to be like an outdoor TV. yeah
0: i'm not sure there's so many of them there that i was just kind of you know i wasn't really paying full attention to it
3: okay good because that's what i was wondering was there more than one yeah because i gotta get over there i've never been i recommend it yeah absolutely well tim you have a great day you as well take care Okay, bye
0: bye. And uh, we'll take more of your calls coming up after the news. But right now, I got to take a break. We'll be back in a few moments. And we're going to go right into the newsroom with Adam Bass. But first, on the other side of the news, I'll update you on what I said about Block Island because I found some interesting information out about the ferry. That's actually good news if you're looking for a nice, affordable, fun day trip. All right, but right now,
4: let's go to the newsroom with Adam Bass. Russian President Vladimir Putin says a march on Moscow by a group of mercenary soldiers was criminal activity. He addressed the nation Monday, just days after the head of the Wagner Group, turned around his troops after reportedly agreeing to a deal. The Russian leader said organizers of the rebellion will be brought to justice. An audio recording of the 2021 meeting where former President Donald Trump discusses holding secret documents he did not declassify has gone public. CNN obtained the two-minute tape, which aired on the network Monday. Yeah. I just found, isn't that amazing? This totally wins my
2: case, you know. Mm-hmm. Except it is like highly confidential yeah. secret. <laughs> this secret information. Yeah.
4: While talking to a staffer in a New Jersey after leaving office, Trump seems to indicate he was holding a Pentagon document with plans to attack Iran, saying these are the papers. The clip is a key piece in special counsel Jack Smith's case against the former president who pleaded not guilty earlier this month to 37 counts related to the alleged mishandling of classified materials kept at his Florida estate. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is laying out his first formal campaign policy of his presidential run. The governor rolled out his plan to crack down on illegal immigration after spending time in Eagle Pass, Texas on Monday. If elected, DeSantis says he will declare a national emergency on his first day in office and send military personnel to the U.S.-Mexico border. He also promised to build a wall at the southern border to prevent a steady flow of migrants into the country and and authorize the use of deadly force against suspected drug traffickers. The state of Florida deployed hundreds of National Guard troops last month to help Texas border towns with security efforts. Investors will be looking for a turnaround today after stocks fell Monday on Wall Street. After the closing bell, the Dow Jones Industrial Average lost 12 points to the end at 33,714. The S&P 500 dropped 19 points to end at 43,28. The tech-heavy Nasdaq shed 156 points to close at thirteen thirty three hundred and thirty five. Meanwhile, a couple of key economic reports are due today, with consumer confidence and data on new home sales both coming out at 10 a.m. Eastern. A fiery crash has claimed the lives of three Marines and one civilian. Breed Tennis has more.
3: The CHP says the crash happened early Saturday morning around 2.30 on the southbound I-5 in Downey. Preliminary information indicates the driver lost control of the vehicle and collided with a guardrail, then a bridge. After the impact, the vehicle became fully engulfed in flames. The L.A. County Coroner's Office has identified two of those killed as 26-year-old Daniel Nichols and 27-year-old Joshua Moore Jr. The names of the others who died have been withheld pending notification of relatives. A camp penalty spokesperson confirmed three of the victims were active duty marines but did not identify them by name i'm Bree tennis nbc news radio
4: salaried employees at the ford motor company are facing layoffs today and tomorrow the automaker has asked some departments to work remotely this week so people who are losing their jobs can be informed in private Company spokesman T.R. Reed tells the Detroit Free Press that the salaried workers will have individual meetings to determine their employment status. The job cuts are both in U.S. and Canada. And the world's ugliest dog has been crowned. Mark Mayfield fills us in. Scooter, a Chinese crested canine with deformed legs, won the title on Friday at the Sonoma
2: Marin Fair in California. The event promotes animal adoption and inspirational stories of dogs who overcame adversity. Scooter escaped being put down and was recognized with $1,500 and a trophy. I'm Mark Mayfield.
4: In sports, the Red Sox get ready for a three-game series against the Miami Marlins tonight. First pitch at 7.10 p.m. And now here's your local ABC6 weather forecast.
3: More showers are on the way. We are expecting another round just to move through quickly. Should be out of here by the mid-afternoon. We'll be reaching a high of about 74 degrees. We're going to stay mostly cloudy today, breezy and humid. Overnight tonight, we're going to get down to about 66 degrees. And for tomorrow, 75 with another shot of some afternoon scattered showers and thunderstorms for the area. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Skylar Spindler on New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 WBSM.
4: It is currently 70 degrees in New Bedford. I'm Adam Bass, WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's news talk station, WBSM, and get breaking news alerts and podcasts with the WBSM app.
0: so I gave some misinformation a moment ago. Well, not misinformation, but I, I didn't have the complete information. And I took a look during the break. So you can actually buy a round trip ferry ticket to Block Island. You can get a same day. So this is for people who are interested in just going and spending the day and coming back. They don't want to stay the night. Uh, you can get a same day round trip adult, which is 12 years or older, $20.60. You can get a same-day round-trip senior, $19.60, same-day round-trip child, ages 5 to 11, $9.30, and kids, you know, newborn to 4 years old are free. So for $20.60, you can get yourself a round-trip ticket on the Block Island Ferry, and so you can pick what time you want to sail over, and then your round-trip ticket is good for any traditional ferry time from point Judith on the date selected now where you might run into trouble is if everybody w- waits and, and runs to try to get that last ferry so um you might want to just you know find out more about that but in terms of getting over there twenty dollars and sixty cents I'm gonna go over there quite a bit so I think that that's a that's a great deal all right anyway five oh eight nine nine six zero five hundred good morning you were on w b s m to how are you
1: good um so I just want to correct you, for, you know, with, the, with the whole story on that truck driver. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, not a, it's not a truck. It's a Miller. Um, okay. But it's the Miller that rips up the asphalt on the highways and on the side streets and roads and stuff. It tears up the asphalt and grinds it up and throws it in the back of the truck. Now, that flag is actually the it's, – it's, the flag is supposed to be there. I'm not saying a Confederate flag is supposed to be there, but a flag or a safety vest or something is supposed to be there. So that way you can align your dump truck or your trailer with the, with the Miller so it shoots it into the trailer. Um, so he's not a truck driver. He's just a company worker, a com- uh, you know, a construction worker. Um, he's an operator for the machine. So,
0: so with that Miller, that would be something that is not – it doesn't drive on its own. It's something that's brought down on the back of another truck kind of thing?
1: Yeah. Or a total alone? Yeah. Yeah, the low beds, the low bed trucks. You know, the ones that pull the machines around. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he'll he'll bring that down and he'll stage it where uh, you know where they where they're doing the work at. Um, I've done a lot of work with Garrity, um, preferably night work. They do a lot of night work on the highways and stuff because they obviously have to shut the highways down for it. But um, you know that that and is is pretty important for for you know for you to be able to see where it is at night. It's usually something reflective. You to see, you know, because you know they'll be shining a light. They shine a light down into the, tra- you know, into your trailer too when they're when they're shooting the um, the millens in. So that way they can see how much you got in there and everything else. But so I, um,
0: I wonder then if it, you know, if it's possible that you know this isn't what they would normally hang out there, but maybe they they misplaced, couldn't find the regular flag would be out there, and they just grabbed a flag that somebody had to put out there.
1: No, I just think it's you know just like anything else, um, you know, they just thought it would be amusing to. You know, have a Confederate flag out there on the on the on the back. I, I've seen a lot of crap on the back on on those on those flagpoles. I've seen all kinds of flags. You know what I mean? Um, one guy, one guy had a rainbow flag that was all torn up on it one time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, as long as they
0: don't put a it, Yankees flag out there.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's not. Listen, it's not. I, I honestly, I don't think it was meant. It was really meant for anything. I mean, honestly, I, I really don't think he was trying to make a statement. Um, it's just. A flag that's on the miller that they need to have something there so the truck drivers can see where they need to align their truck with. You know that's 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 why the flags there. So it um, sounds
0: it sounds like Garrity will just be like, okay, fine, we'll just put
1: another. Oh, flag they're going to take then. it down. They're going to take yeah. it down because they're not going to pass up state work. I mean, that's all that's all prevailing wage. You know what I mean? And um, they they're just going to rip. I guarantee you, it's already down off the off the miller already as it is. You know, but um, I think a good story that would have went uh, uh, perfect with this whole button with park thing you to report is that uh and i'm not trying to tell you how to do your job don't don't don't
0: no no i don't take it that way yeah
1: um is is that that pride parade in new york city yesterday um or was it the day before i can't remember if it was the day before or you or, or yesterday uh i think it was the day before yeah i uh, think so it's just
0: sunday makes more sense for a parade than a monday yeah
1: yeah so i think it was sunday it was either saturday or sunday but anyways there was men dressed up as women parading themselves around the streets of New York City and in front of children, as usual, and they had their breasts, implants. They had their fake breasts out in front of these kids just parading around the cities of New York. Now that, Tim, to me, would be considered indecent exposure. Would it not?
0: No, because it's but not real.
1: Well, no. I mean, like, they actually had, like, fake boobs like they were they were in this oh implant pulse, like implants, implants you mean oh okay implants no
0: no i thought you i thought they were, they you, I thought were were you meant like I thought you meant like falsies like people put under a shirt oh
1: no, i mean no. i don't i don't even know people do that but it, it yeah it, people it, do that Oh, all right well women so, do that yeah. all right <laughs> i'm not gonna comment um i'll probably get myself in trouble but anyways uh it's it's uh it's disgusting to do it in front of the children, you know what I mean, e- even even in front of regular people. You know, it's just it's just no, a sign of no respect. You know, it, uh, once again, I mean, we hear it all the time. Uh, we do not care, and I'm speaking as we, as, as as people in society, we do not care who you sleep well, with in the bedroom.
0: You You're making a really bold statement to try to speak for all of society.
1: Well, I'm just saying not all of society is, you know. But what you're saying same, isn't but... what you're saying is false
0: though. There are people in society who do have a problem with this and think that these people are abominations and think that these people shouldn't be allowed to exist and that is what they're fighting against. They're not fighting against people like you that are are accepting of their lifestyle. They're fighting against the people that still don't even want them to be out in public holding hands. That is the problem. That's who they and that's, are and pro- a... holding these protests
1: against and that's a, and that's a slim majority compared to the compared to the who cares the
0: how small the majority is if they still feel like they can't even walk out of the house because there's somebody out there that might attack them just based on the way that they want to live their life that's still something that is worth recognizing and worth uh, having an effort to band against
1: yeah uh, i mean we're we're in, we're in it we're in a point in today's day and age where you know everything is everything is uh, accepting. everybody's accepting. no
0: that's your experience that's not the experience of, of the people who are experiencing the discrimination
1: yeah I just don't agree the only thing I don't agree with Tim is is, do, is is doing that at a parade though I mean yeah yeah they had to celebrate pride <laughs> you're there to celebrate you know uh, uh, you know love is love and everything else and but yeah, you're you're being disrespectful about it especially to the to the to the kids that are that are sitting there watching this and i and i and i and i'm telling you right now i i don't think that it's right that the parents are bringing their kids to events like this knowing that there will be public nudity that's well i just, mean that's that's shameful on the parents but and i wouldn't bring my children to a pride parade knowing that yeah there's going to be a chance for public nudity
0: aren't parents supposed no. to be able to make their own decisions for their children isn't that what everybody keeps telling us
1: and that's why I'm telling you that they're making bad decisions by doing that. Well,
0: that's, that. but that's based on your values and morals. They may not have the same. Of
1: course. I mean, everything's, uh, everybody's opinion is subjective, but it's, it's, I'm just, uh, I don't know. I, I, with the whole, um, I want to talk thing now, uh, I know you probably have to take a break, but I'll shift real, real fast. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I, my, my little brother's home from, uh, medical school. And, you know, he's, you know, gay. He's openly gay, you know, and, um, I just happened to show him last night, you know, the, the post. Um, I don't have Facebook, so I my my brother actually sent me the picture of it, my other brother, and he, you know, he sent me the picture of Facebook and the ad, you know, the, the post or whatever you guys do on Facebook. And I sent my brother, um, I showed it to him, and I said, what do you think, what do you, what do you think about this, you know? And he, he says, he says, now we have a, 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 a zoological society publicly funded by the city of New Bedford. Okay, trying to justify gay rights by giving them, giving turkey vultures uh, boxes that are painted, uh, you know, the pride colors. He's like, "What? What is? What is next?"
0: Well, that's that's one. <laughs> that's but that's one person from that community's opinion.
1: Right, and that's enough of an opinion for me to to, to realize that it's all a bunch of BS. They're all I, I would never, base, I right? would
0: never base everything that I think about something based on one person's thoughts or opinions.
1: No, but he is part of that community, and he's and he actually thinks that it's 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 complete BS that everybody is trying to justify gay rights and uh it, it, everything. It, my little brother has he's, he says he's never had his rights infringed upon by anybody. Okay, he's never experienced hatred.
0: But okay. why do you why do you continue to insist that that has to be representative of everybody that's in that community? That's one person's experience. You grew up in what in New Bedford, right? You grew, grew up, up in New up Bedford, New Bedford. Yep. so yep. you you might have a different experience than somebody that grew up and say you know somewhere down south or somewhere in a different part of the country. So that's just your experiences, and, and there's a lot of things that shape your experiences beyond just your you know, sexual orientation or the way that people around you treat your sexual orientation. So they might have different experiences, other people in other places, and have a reason to need to stand up for it.
1: What, the zoological society needs to justify that? though. The
0: zoological society statement was saying that diversity in society is a good thing. Do you disagree with that?
1: Oh, I don't disagree with that.
0: Then you don't disagree with the post, then?
1: I don't. No, I, I don't. But I do. what I do disagree with is that uh, I think he might have been your first caller in the morning, um, uh, saying about how it's publicly funded. It's federally funded. It's a nonprofit. You know organization. who? You know who else
0: pays taxes? The people that are in the LGBTQ plus community.
1: You're right. And there's nowhere, nowhere in the, nowhere in that Zoological Society's handbook of rules says that anybody is part of the LGBT, LGBTQ community is not welcome at the zoo. Everybody is welcome to, to attend and pay entry fees to get into that zoo, and they they're not going to experience any hatred. You don't know that. There's no. How do you from you're, a zoological? Society, you, don't,
0: you don't know that they feel like th- that they can walk into that place and and a couple gay couple can walk through the zoo and hold hands and feel like they're safe. But this is this is enforcing that belief. This is saying to them, yes, you are safe here, and they need to hear I that in some everybody cases.
1: Knows. I think everybody knows.
0: I think you live fact. a very different lifestyle than some other people do, and so you don't have the same struggles and the same experiences that they have to undergo.
1: Yeah. Hey. I mean, I guess I hey, I, I do live a different lifestyle than a gay couple. I know that, that, that's 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 clear. That's clear.
0: That's clear by the fact that you discuss it quite a bit. All right. Yeah, I gotta, well, no.
1: I mean, yeah. All right. Okay. All I right, g- got to hold
0: fine. you there. <laughs> you have a good day. i got to take a break. Caller, hang on. I will get to you when we come back, but I'm up against a couple lengthy breaks, so we'll be back in just a few moments. I still have one more break i got to take in the hour, but let's take this phone call. Oh, good morning. You're next on WBSM.
2: Uh, good morning. Hi, you're on the air. Uh, good morning, Tim. Uh, this is Paul something or other uh, that uh, is uh, Catherine Adamowitz's co in the term of this question. Uh, tell uh, Jack what's his name that I was listening. I will. <laughs> uh, anyway, I want to thank you and the staff over there for keeping this issue in front of the public. This is uh, very important, uh, and uh, I I have been out there uh, taking getting signatures, and uh, it's been an eye opening experience. It really has. Uh, I started this thinking that the the people of uh, New Bedford really didn't give a damn. And that's reflected in our poll numbers. But it's not true. People, there are some that don't give a damn. There are a lot of us out here that are frustrated and angry and don't feel like they have an opportunity to make a difference. And I'm feeling that across all uh, all, all aspects, uh, uh, race and age and, and uh, sex and uh, even MAGA people and build back better. People are agreeing on this that it needs to be on the on the ballot. And I never thought I'd see the day where those two groups could agree on anything.
0: Well, uh, but, but here here's the key, Paul. Too is you can get people that come over and want to sign this petition to give term limits to the city councilors. But then you've also got to make sure that if it does get on the ballot, that they show up and they vote one way or the other.
2: Oh, absolutely. I do mention that, um, and uh, I have been challenged a few times where uh, uh, about. Uh, whether or not we should have uh, this. And uh, quite frankly, I just say the debate is over. Um, it, this is a, a matter of do we get the uh, opportunity to ask a question? It's simple. Right. Uh, you know, Finding then, out the will of the people, yeah. Right. Uh, I mean, this debate's been going on since Franklin Roosevelt. I mean, it's time that we stop talking the talk and stop walking the walk.
0: Well, uh, absolutely, yeah.
2: And uh, I have heard almost every city councilor and the mayor come out and say they believe in the voice of the people, in democracy. Well, I have a challenge for anybody in public office, mayor, mayoral candidates, uh, city council, city council candidates. I'll be at the stop and shop down here on Dartmouth Street at between two and sixes today. Come on down and sign this. It's it's time to uh, walk the walk.
0: All right. Well, thank you so much for the call, Paul Hankins.
2: Okay. <laughs> oh, you know, I know. I wrote. The I had to,
0: I had to go back and look at the story that I wrote, Paul. I'll be honest with you. But okay.
2: so tell Jack Spillane. I really know who he is too. I will do that. Thank you so much. You well, have a good day. Bye well, out
0: all right, I do have to take one final break of the hour. We'll be back in a few All right, we are just about out of time in this hour, but we have another hour coming your way, and we'll be right back after the news. We can talk more about some of the issues of the day. We can talk more about the post that the Buttonwood Park Zoo put up. You can read this. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts